and a resounding good afternoon, peace and grace, family. How are you? It's been two weeks since I've seen you. I've been missing in action, and it is so good to be back on the airwaves. And a I apologize. I've got some of my social media apps going off on me. <clears throat> You're listening to Make Some Intelligent Noise, uh, the sub a subsidiary, a the owner, the umbrella of Make Some Intelligent Noise, the Political Power Hour, and I am Rochelle Wilson. It's been four shows, which is two weeks. I do two shows a week, and I have not done four shows. This is my first uh, first show. I've been missing in action. I needed to step back, get an opportunity to regroup, regenerate, and renew my spirit in order to move forward. When we got finished with all of the voting, <laughs> the midterms, and all of the shenanigans uh, that went along with that, and in no way do I mean uh, that anything was done illegally. Uh, I'm simply saying it was quite a stretch out of the American voters all across the nation before we could finally count the numbers and say we knew conclusively who had taken what seat. So probably, maybe, perhaps like you, I also watched it. Uh, some of it I found completely disheartening and unnerving. There were other moments I found myself smiling uh, at the television screen as I watched the news uh, give us the updates and the reports on who, which politician, which public servant took what seat. So now that the people have spoken, we will find out what happens next. What will happen now? The people have spoken. Will it be some of the same old, same old that it has been? Or will there be something new as we move forward? Will there be changes? We voted based on who we thought was going to get the work done. And so now we must watch them very, very attentively to see whether or not they actually do get the work done. Uh, and it's officially boot season. I know my ladies all know that. My ladies and my, my beautiful brothers, I know you know today is officially, uh, it's 37 degrees according to my cellular device. I'm sorry, I looked at it about half an hour ago. Half an hour ago was about 37, 38 degrees here in Wilmington, Delaware. So it's November uh, 19th to 2022, and it's officially boot season. <laughs> I'm rocking my bear claws today, right? Just to make sure that my feet stay nice and snuggle warm. And uh, so, you know, pull those boots out. Here we go. Winter is on its way. And so how's everyone doing today? I do indeed pray that you are well. Uh, I've missed you. It's been four shows, two weeks since I last did a broadcast. Uh, again, had to fall back and do a little bit of self-recovery uh, with everything that's going on, not just the election, uh, but just so many things are always happening 
in America, and I, I personally, I, I dwell uh, currently in the state of Delaware, and just things are going on, and, and sometimes, perhaps you've dealt with this, there are just moments when you can find out a piece of information about something that's going on, and it can almost just rock your whole emotional boat. Uh, you may notice that I was here today at 12.45 p.m. versus the 1 o'clock, my normal 1 until 2, every Saturday and Wednesday from 4 until 5 for the Political Power Hour. Uh, you notice that I was here early today, what normally is Timeless Thomas's chair. He would be here joining you, giving you something, food for thought, uh, all sorts of jewels he would be laying upon you right now. Uh, but unfortunately, for a, a little bit of time, Timeless is also taking a retreat for personal life concerns, life matters. And uh, so he's not here right now, but he is with us in spirit, always in spirit. And we look forward to his speedy return here at WHGE when the time is appropriate. We love you, Timeless Thomas, and we are keeping you in prayer that all works well on this journey uh, as you move forward. We miss you so much. I miss you, TT. Uh, if you're listening out there, if you can hear my voice, please know Rochelle Wilson is missing you, my dear. Uh, and so we send him prayers and love for his journey until his speedy return here to WHGE 95.3 FM, the one and only, the first to ever do it. So far, we're the only in the entire state of Delaware that is Black-owned radio, Black-operated news information, journalists, and radio personalities in the entire state of Delaware. And ladies and gentlemen, you have to give credence to that. Some level of respect is due uh, to Mr. Harmon Carey, the pioneer who started it brought some folks along with him who saw his vision, and he began. And uh, myself, I've been here for since, what, two and a half, three years? Um, the station, I'm, I've been here for two and a half years. The station is three years old. So six months after Mr. Harmon got started, uh, I was contracted and make some intelligent noise uh, became a part of the platform for WHGE 95.3 FM. So I'm the mother that advocates for her son's liberation and freedom from being held captive in a Delaware's prison. He was over-sentenced, as many black, brown, and golden men or boys often are. Over-sentenced, and the punishment is so much more um, intense. It's so much more punitive on black, brown, and golden men. When you look at the history of how black and brown and golden men have been incarcerated, and even thus to date in 2022, we've got to take a look at the statistics of how brown men are incarcerated uh, differently <clears throat> than any other nationality of people here 
in the United States. The United States is a very punitive nation or country or, or actually it's a it's a non-profit organization but that's another conversation we would have to get into studying the constitution uh as well as the magna carta we would have to look at a couple of different things uh and that would tell us that this is a non-profit non-profit corporate state uh it's not really even a nation not legally Technically, it's not even a nation. The nation, technically, ladies and gentlemen, is what we consider to be the capital, which is Washington, D.C. That jurisdiction, uh, the District of Columbia, Washington District of Columbia, is the actual nation, the United States of America, right? The nation state of the corporate uh, United States of America. And, and it gets kind of heavy. It gets really deep. So, you know, I'm not going to take you down that road. Many of you study it as, as it is. And some of you have yet to begin your journey of study. But I pray that what I've said to you, those little tidbits that I've given you was just enough to wet your throat, uh, you know, your curiosity to understand what is this broad talking about? Uh, Washington, the District Columbia is the nation state of the United States of America. What is this broad talking about? Well, I challenge you to go and find out what is it that I am talking about, right? So, um, but yeah, you know, this, uh, these lands of, of America are extremely punitive. If you so much as step on a piece of bubble gum, uh, you know, you could be potentially cited for that. You could receive a citation, a ticket, uh, even pot potentially incarcerated, right? Depending on what's, what state you're in, in these United States uh, of America, you know, the bottom line is America is extremely punitive. We believe in retaliation. Apparently, if you look at it historically, you got to agree with me. We believe uh, in retaliation, if you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. Uh, perhaps I'll hit you back harder, right? But since there are certain folks, the founding fathers of this nation uh, and their, their posterity, you know, really believed in if you did something wrong, you automatically had to go to the timeout chair, which was the jail, the jailhouse. Before we had prisons, we had jailhouses. And again, I'm talking the 17 and 1800s, uh, you know, wasn't until in the 1900s that we actually started developing prisons, like industrial complex prisons, right? And then the systems were all created to work around that. And so many of us have done the research, and you and I know that we're talking about a multi-million dollar uh, a corporation, the prison industrial complex is a million dollar corporation. We know, we've already studied, we know that judges have relationships with wardens. Uh, you know, I'll give you 10 bodies. Every body is worth at least, what, $36,000. The federal government, uh, maybe more by now, but at one point it was $36,000 per one body in a state prison. Perhaps it's more than that now, right? Uh, so we know that every body, one body, a human body is worth X amount of dollars uh, to the state. So the judges have relationships. I'll give you 10 bodies. Uh, each body will carry five years. 
And these types of relationships and negotiations and bargainings, right, actually keep prisons uh, functional. That's what pays the, you know, that's what pays it. The more people you put into the prison, the more money the federal government is coming up with for the state. And so states have to have bodies, human bodies with QCIP numbers in the prisons. So again, I challenge you to do some research and find out what is this crazy broad Rochelle Wilson even talking about? What is she talking about? Um, all of this stuff, uh, prison industrial complexes and, and shadow properties and QCIP numbers. What the heck is this woman even trying to, to say to me? So I challenge you to go and do some research and find out what the hell is it that I'm trying to say to you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but you're definitely listening to Rochelle Wilson. I've always got something to say, unless, of course, I'm in my retreat and rejuvenation mode, uh, where I'm rejuvenating and renewing my spiritual energy as the seasons change, uh, things change, our bodies change. And ladies, make sure we take care of our feet. All right. This is the kind of season where we got to do that extra little something on those pedicures to make sure that our feet are winter protected. All right. We can't have ugly feet in the winter and pretty feet in the summer. So we got to do that all year round. But in just renewing my spirit, uh, with the changing of the seasons, winter into spring and spring into summer and summer into fall. And the cycle just continues, not to mention <laughs> the time changes, you know, it just throws your whole system uh, a wackadoodle, right? Just like a wacky wacky for your whole system because of that one hour spring forward and fall back time change. It's amazing. I find us humans amazing. You know, the divine creator, for those of us who know and believe that there is a God, we know that God creates stuff, puts things in order. Then he created man who goes back and changes what God has already put in order. And if you don't accept that, then, you know, <clears throat> they're going to call you all kind of names uh, and say terrible things about you. So it's really amazing. I wonder sometimes if man is attempting to usurp God's almighty God's power uh, in making so many changes that have to be acceptable amongst us here on earth. I never wanted them to change the time. I was very happy with the time that God made uh, or the universe and the planet and the earth and, you know, the calendars and our original ancestors from Egypt, uh, ancient Kemetic, uh, the, the, the astrologies and the astronomers who created time based off of sun dials, the dial of the sun and the shadows, you know, it was so rudimentary and it was so basic, but it worked. And it was as close to authentic as anything I can possibly research. Who came up with the idea? Some man, guarantee you it was some man somewhere, probably bored, had nothing better to do than come along and usurp God's power and change the timing. So, you know, and I'm sure we could all have a heavy debate about it. Some people love it. Some people find it a, a bit of a challenge uh, to alter from one position to the next in that time change. So, you know, I just find us human beings to be such 
interesting creatures. If I were God, looking down at all of us, I would have to chuckle sometimes at, at mankind, at human beings, and the way that we... Um, the way that we are, just who we are, right? So, but moving right along, getting myself together, I took two weeks of missing in action. Perhaps that's something that you also need to do from time to time as the seasons change in order to keep your equilibrium nice and balanced. You know, you need to just step back a little bit for a few minutes and take a deep breath and exhale, right? Waiting to exhale, you just gotta take a deep breath and you've got to exhale. But now we're back and uh, it's time to move forward. It's showtime, ladies and gentlemen. It is showtime. So I'm so happy to be back in your presence. I do have a spirit of renewed, uh, regenerated, rejuvenated energy. And I'm ready to move forward and onward we will march in this fight, this movement for justice, equal justice under the law. As we move now into, again, many man-made holidays, uh, you know, I think it was man came up with Thanksgiving. Why can't every day be Thanksgiving? Why can't we be thankful every day? I don't know. Uh, maybe because we'll spend money if we just make it one day. Uh, let's not forget the great big guy in the red suit is going to come down chimneys, uh, even if you don't have a chimney. He's going to come down the chimney and he's going to leave gifts underneath of the pine tree, right? Uh, and when you look at the symbolism of the pine tree uh, and the great big dude in the red suit coming down chimneys, like it's symbolisms that represent something else. But man came along and said, well, let's just alter it like this, switch it like that, and everyone will, uh, will get on board with it uh, and we'll call it Christmas, right? We'll put it under the heading of honoring Christ, the baby born in the manger, uh, and we do this December 25th, right, which is pretty much the heart of winter. If you live here on the northeastern corridor or this part of the world, this this would be winter time uh, that we are celebrating this baby born in a manger. When if you really, really, really do your study, you will agree with me. If you do the calculations of the timing you will see that he was born. This baby was born in a manger. That part is true, but it was in September during the time of harvest. So we're looking at late August, early September during the time when you would harvest the wheat that would grow in the particular nation in which this baby was born. Uh, somehow man came along and changed it totally from late August, September to December and calls it Christmas, and we're supposed to buy each other presents and gifts, go into debt, run your credit card to the hilt, <laughs> run around shopping, uh, perhaps being angry with someone else because they took the same baby doll that you wanted, and you know, it's just a man-made thing that we all have prepared, we are preparing to do. Uh, as I've gotten older and more learned, I no longer prepare for the man-made holidays. Every day is a day to give thanksgiving. Every day is a day to honor and respect the birth uh, of the man-child that would grow and, and sacrifice so much of himself for his people. I definitely honor that brother 
And I can do that every day. I don't have to wait for one day uh, to wish him a happy birthday. He never he never talked about uh, caring about his birthday. That was never a big deal to the very man child that was born, right? Uh, but anyway, man came up with a holiday for that, just like the Halloween and the, the little Easter bunny. I'm not sure where Easter bunnies and rabbits and eggs you know, it's all pagan. You know, if you trace it back, you'll see that it was Mother Nature. The egg represents new birth. The bunny rabbits are fertility. And, and it just goes on and on and on. So if you're going to celebrate all of these holidays, uh, you know, they're not holy days. I used to think of them as the holy days, but they're not the holy days. They're just the holiday, a day to be cheerful and a day to find something extra to do, right, with the family. And, and I'm not opposed to that, uh, but I think it's important that we do the research and understand why were little bunny rabbits used to represent uh, the rebirthing, you know, well, bunny rabbits represent spring, right? And then you tie that into astronomy and astrology uh, and the movement of the sun, the birthing of the sun, the S-U-N uh, that many men, man, changed to S-O-N. So, you know, it gets really deep. It really gets deep and it takes years, years and years and years of study, uh, really bunkering down in the books, uh, cross-referencing and learning words in order to understand and comprehend what all of these things mean and where they were birthed from. Right. And so what does the what does the pine tree represent on the day we call Christmas? Why do we hang ornaments on a pine tree? Why couldn't it be? Um, why did it have to be a tree at all? What does the pine tree specifically represent uh, when we do this celebration? Why are we putting gifts under these trees and giving them to other people? What does that represent? Right. So anyway, if you're just uh, maybe, you know, you're just interested in learning a little more, you want to deepen some of your study, your knowledge, your research, really take it to a different level, peel back the layers to get to an undeniable and factual truth, you know, hey, do the research, start doing the studying and the comprehension of it, uh, and perhaps we'll all agree that every day is a day to be giving and kind and loving. We don't have to wait for December 25th to be nice and kind and polite to one another uh, or to exchange gifts of love and peace and goodwill, which are the greatest gifts of all. Who, whoever said we had to run out to Macy's and Lord and Taylor or whoever uh, and buy all of those kinds of, of man-made gifts that cost money on the credit card that you can't afford. Anyway, why are you doing that? People go thousands of dollars into debt trying to purchase gifts when the greatest gift truly is the gift of love, of kindness, compassion, generosity, and goodwill. Isn't Aren't those the greatest gifts that one human being can ever give another human being? What gets better than that? There's no diamond from Zales Jeweler uh, or any other jewelry store uh, or any gift that man has ever made that is greater than the peace and the joy and the, the goodwill spirit, 
just having peace of mind, peace in your soul and your spirit. So you can just sleep well at night without the, the constant, you know, struggle of tossing and turning with things running around in your brain, driving you mad. So if whatever gift you're going to give this year, if, you, if you're going to do the thing with the big man coming down the make-believe chimney and you're still teaching your children that story, uh, you're still following suit with that story with your kids, raising them on those uh, mistruths, uh, I would simply ask you to at least do the research on it uh, so that you can be well-versed and intelligent about what it is that you're teaching your children. All right. Remember Marcus Garvey. I cannot, I cannot let those words die inside of me. They live in me uh, exponentially, quite honestly. Uh, intelligence rules the world. But it is ignorance that will carry the burden. Intelligence rules the world, but ignorance will carry the burden. So saith Marcus Garvey. And I do believe that. I trust that to be true. I've seen that. So, you know, we human beings, uh, sometimes we are ignorant to particular pieces of information. Uh, we're quick to judge, jump to conclusions in a heartbeat. You know, we're not even supposed to be judging one another, but that's what we do as human beings. And it seems to be acceptable along with a lot of other things that we human beings do that is not in alignment with right order, but we do it and we accept it and we pretend to accept it uh, just to get along, to keep the peace amongst the people. Right. I know I do. There are things I absolutely in no way will I ever agree with. There's no way that I'm going to agree with certain human behaviors. I don't care how accepted it is by man. I don't accept it. However, in order to keep the peace, to keep just keep the peace amongst the humans that, that I live amongst, I'll just keep my mouth quiet to myself. Believe it or not, I am able to be quiet and not have an opinion or a thought uh, or not voice a thought on a particular subject, uh, you know, and, uh, and maybe it's best that we don't. We probably can all agree somehow, many of us anyway, the majority of us will agree that it's not right to murder. Uh, we really shouldn't steal. Uh, what are some other things? Uh, we're not supposed to covet, be jealous of what other people have. You know, they have something, we don't have it, but we want it. We're not supposed to covet, be coveted, envious of them. Be thankful that they have it. Uh, your day is coming. If it's meant for you to have, then your day is coming. If it's not meant for you, uh, then get over it. And be joyful for the people that do have that something else. But whatever it is, you're not supposed to covet it. You're not supposed to be jealous or envious of what other people have uh, and what you feel like you don't have. There's a reason for that. There's always a reason why your next door neighbor got it, uh, the brand new car, and you're still riding in the hoopty. There's a reason for that. And you just have to get to a place of trusting that your turn is coming. Everybody gets a turn for everything. Everybody gets a turn. You get a turn to be poor, broke, and miserable. Everybody gets a turn to be elated, uh, financially secure, and joy-filled. We all get a turn. 
It's just a matter of when that turn comes. And when the opportunity presents itself, don't miss it. Don't miss the opportunity when it finally presents itself and it's now your turn. Don't blow it. Don't blow it because you were doing something ignorant instead of paying attention that now your turn has arrived. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of things that I personally will not ever accept uh, amongst human behaviors, but to keep the peace, I stay, I keep my mouth shut right? I keep my mouth shut unless asked one-on-one, face-to-face, what do you think, Rochelle, about X, Y, and Z? I will tell you the truth, what I think about it. Uh, But on a public platform, sometimes it's best to just keep your mouth shut and let it go, right? You know, there's a phrase I was talking with a good dear friend of mine, uh, and we were just chit-chatting about the difference between Quran and Bible and, and, and how they support one another on a couple of different levels. They actually, they really do. They support each other. Different language, but it's the same meaning. Don't steal, don't kill, don't uh, covet, don't, uh, you know, a couple of things, right? A lot of things. Don't do some bad things in life. So we're we're talking And my friend quotes to me and he says, the power of life and death are in the tongue. And he went on and made a statement. When he concluded making his statement, I said, brother, let me correct you. It is the power of death and life in the tongue. And then I continue to make my statement about the words that we speak from our mouth can either bring death or they can bring life. The interesting thing is that the book that we were reading this from, the writer knew that human beings have a natural disposition to say the the deathly things, the harshest things. And before we'll say the life-giving things, the joy-filling things. It's just something about humans that do that. And so whoever wrote that particular verse in this particular book that's very widespread all over the world, the power of death and life are in the tongue, which means you can either speak life, death, or life over yourself and others. It's in the tongue. The words that you speak They have power. They have creative power. Have you ever heard people uh, sit around, maybe your elders or maybe maybe people younger than our elders, and they say things like, uh, for example, I am sick and tired of dot, 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 right? They're sick and they are tired. Well, what do you think that's doing? What kind of energy is that promoting? Have you ever heard someone say, um, oh, she thinks she this and that, and you know, she just thinks that she's all that and something, whatever. Well, what is that? What energy is that? You're speaking death over that person's life, not to mention the karma because it all comes back in boomerang. What are you, what kind of energy you're sending out by saying those kind of things to a person about a person? You know, you're creating an energy flow, right? 
as you put it out, it, it swings back. The pendulum swings back and forth. You put it out into the universe. It takes time, but eventually it comes back and it swings right back to you. So if the power of death and life is in the power of the tongue, doesn't it make sense that we start speaking more life-filling things? Instead of, I'm sick and I'm tired, even if that might be how you're feeling, perhaps just changing the mental perspective of it. You know what? Hey, how you doing today, sweetheart? Instead of saying, oh, I'm just so sick and tired. I don't know what is going on. I'm sick and I'm tired. Why not try this instead? Hey, hey, Rochelle, how are you doing? And my response would be, I am truly blessed. I am so wonderful today. I am filled with joy. I'm joy filled. I am full of thanksgiving. I am moving and shaking in the divine Holy Spirit. These are all positive affirmations that are, again, the pendulum swings out. The words you put out, they're going to come back as it Goes out, it must come back, just like the tides and the waves of the ocean. You're right, as above, so below. Up, down, in, out, the opposites, they're the same. So if I make the confession, oh, that I am wonderful today. Uh, I am blessed and prosperous today. Even though my body or my mind might be frustrated, I might be feeling a little sick or under the weather, maybe I am tired, I haven't slept in two days. But making the positive affirmation, the words from your mouth, from your lips, as you swing them out, if there's ever a truth that I've ever known in my life, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, as you swing it out, as you speak those words into the universe, you will, you will receive them back again. So why not say, I'm doing fabulous? Because if you say it every day for the rest of your life, I don't care if you're laying on what the doctors have called your deathbed and you say, I feel fabulous. You are putting out good energy. You are putting out good energy to come back to you, that flow, right? And, and for any of us who recognize what the chakras are and how they're aligned up uh, for what purpose they are aligned, you are doing your chakras a world, a universe of good by saying, I'm fabulous today. So, you know, people have a way of saying some of the meanest things, some of the deathliest things, just speaking death over your life, their life, you know, uh, depending on where your prayer life is and how well you're attuned to your chakra energy, uh, your spiritual energy. You know, even if someone said, I wish you death. People have said some horrendous things to me uh, in the six years that I've been in this movement. And of course, beyond, before that, 
I've had people say some really mean and nasty words to me, accuse me of things. They've been judgmental, jumped to conclusions, called me names. Oh my God, I've been through it, ladies and gentlemen. But guess what? Because my spirit and my chakra is in alignment with something greater than darkness, it's almost like, um, what, what, what might I call it? Perhaps a shield, a repelling shield. So those words uh, come towards me in a hope to attack, but there's something in my spirit that's, that's in a place of light and not darkness. And so the words, they just bounce off and sent back to the one that sent them to me. And that's, I'm just using me, ladies and gentlemen, but this is for all of us. Now, I know for a fact that there are people, even to this day, that I have spoke against. Because of my own reasons uh, and my truth, I'll speak against these people. I will speak against Christopher Johnson. You will often hear me speak against Christopher Johnson. And maybe that's something that's wrong that I need to work on. But ladies and gentlemen, wherever your spirit is, no matter how much I say things about Christopher Johnson or anyone else, if his spiritual energy is in right alignment uh, and his chakra energy is in a spiritual connection, the words that I'm sending to him will only come back to me, never touching him. The fiery darts that I will send upon him, the arrows will never affect him because he's in the right alignment or right spiritual place, if he's in the right alignment and spiritual place. I personally don't think that he is, but then that's my, that's my issue. Rochelle Wilson does not care for uh, Christopher Johnson. I do not care for him because of many reasons. Uh, you know, I, I don't care for anybody who's not a truth teller. I mean, I'd rather you just not say anything or tell me that's not something that we can talk about than for you to blatantly look me in my face and lie to me in total dishonesty and deception. I feel how I feel about that. And maybe you feel the same way about people or maybe you like people like that. Maybe you're one of those people. I don't know. But I, I live my life in a place of truth, even if it's my truth. And I do my best to keep my chakra energy in the light and not in the darkness. So we human beings, you know, we are an interesting sort. And I have no idea what the divine creator, this great omnipotent thing we call God, the spirit thing that has no, no body, no shape, no form. It just is. It's just existing. It just exists. But yet it created the sun and the moons and the planets and, and, and all of the other little things uh, going on. And I, again, you know, if you've been watching or listening to me for any length of time, you know, I am big on astronomy and astrology. I watch the planets. I know that the planets have an energy influence uh, on us human beings, right? So, Bottom line, keeping it short, sweet, and simple, as we move forward, 
Uh, I spent quite a bit of time talking about human beings because I think we're all humans, right? We have a lot of similarities. We like each other uh, for different various reasons. And then there are reasons where maybe uh, we don't like each other so much. Or maybe there are certain things about someone that you don't care for. And that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. I'm entitled to like who I like. I'm entitled to not like who I don't like. As long as I am telling the truth, being honest and transparent, I, I cannot be judged. You can't judge me. And I have no right to judge you. I have no right to judge you. As long as you're being honest and transparent. But it's something that humans do. We can't help it. We can't help it. We just do it. <laughs> we just have a tendency to do it. So, but as we move forward, ladies and gentlemen, I think, uh, again, I'm so happy to be in your presence again here at WHGE 95.3 FM. We are the first and only black owned operated news information and education and advocacy station in the entire state of Delaware. And I'm happy to be here. I had to take a moment to fall back, to retreat, rejuvenate, regenerate, regrow my spirit, get my chakras in alignment with the light and come out of the darkness. <laughs> and maybe that's something we all need to do this time of year. As many of us prepare to go into the season uh, where we are putting up those pine trees, right? Uh, the Black Friday deals are, you know, uh, are coming through Macy's, Lord and Taylor, all the malls, all across America. They're getting ready to do Black Friday, and you know what that means. Black Friday uh, is the day after Thanksgiving, when all of the stores put everything on sale. Right, it's been marked up, but it's on sale, and now you can go and get it for the sale price, and they're in the black. In the black on the accounting books. They're not in the red. They're not in the red. In the red is a bad thing. You're going out of business if you're in the red. But if you're in the black, you're doing good. Your business will survive another day. So Black Friday. It really isn't about you getting all the best deals on whatever the gift may be. It's really about keeping store owners in business. That's what it really is. But as we prepare to move forward with that energy, as many of us will do, uh, the White House and the White House in the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C., uh, just I think they said it was a 19 foot. Uh, someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it was 19 foot uh, tree, a balsam tree they're putting up at the White House. I don't really know. Uh, I just happened to catch it on as I was walking by the television. So that's being, uh, you know, that's being prepared to go up to light the festivities that Christmas, the Christmas season is upon us. And isn't it something that the Christmas season, the Christmas spirit of love and peace and joy, uh, perhaps that has not been with us all year. Instead, we will wait for December. We will wait for the day after the Thanksgiving in order to be thankful uh, and appreciative of so many things. 
Life may not be all that we wish it were at this particular moment. I certainly know that it's not for me. There are things that I really, really wish and work for and pray uh, to achieve goals I would like to achieve in my life to what I think makes me feel happy and joy filled. I'm working on achieving those goals and perhaps you are as well, but I'm not there yet. I'm getting there, but I'm not there yet. But as I move forward to get there, to achieve those goals and embrace that ultimate feeling of joy and satisfaction in achieving those goals, I appreciate and enjoy the moment. Every day, I give thanks. I am thankful, full of thanks that the sun is shining another day, that the Mother Earth lives another day. We haven't fallen off of our axis and whatever else we're sitting on that makes us stay up here in this uh, omniverse. Whatever that is, we're still rolling. We're still spinning. I'm thankful because I don't know what the alternative to spinning would be. Stop or not spin, fall, drop, drop where? So I'm thankful every day for my family, for my friends, the people I can honestly call a friend. And I, I definitely know the difference between a friend and a comrade and a confidant. So every day is a day to be thankful. Every day is a day, a, a moment, just moment to moment to moment to be thankful to give praise and honor to that which has earned the right to be praised and honored. So that's my two cents in the cookie jar, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I could go on for another, I probably could go on for another hour, uh, but I won't. I won't do that to you, nor my, my vocal cords. I won't do it to myself. You know, I will say, ladies and gentlemen, that as we prepare to move forward in this season, this season, I would ask that each and every one of us would open up our heart, our mind, our thinking, our spirit, and our soul to that something that is love and beautiful that's something that is goodwill and peace. To open up and receive that for yourselves. That perhaps enough of it, you would be able to share it into this world. Not because of men in red suits coming down make-believe chimneys. Not because of pilgrims and turkeys and, 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 and so all of that. but rather just because it honestly makes you feel good. When you do good, you feel good. When you're giving thanks, you have more reason to be thankful. When you show love to others, so much love comes back. 
when you show goodwill to others, something greater than yourself shows goodwill to you. Love yourselves, but let's also love each other. Us human beings, we do some of the darndest things. Thank God, he, he, she, that spiritual thing, thank you to that spirit for not destroying all of us for many of our wayward ways. Through grace and mercy and love and goodwill, we're here another day. Granted another opportunity to do better today, to be more loving, kind, and, and peaceful today than perhaps we were yesterday. So as we move forward, ladies and gentlemen, open your heart to be the very best you that you can be. Not for any reason that man has made, but for your own well-being, for your own regeneration and rejuvenation of your spirit. Be well by doing well, by thinking well, by speaking well. Speak well over your life and the life of others. It will do you well. It will do you well. So, moving right along from there, uh, I just want to close out by saying one final thing. Uh, I had quite a few notes today, but sometimes I just let something more holy and divine than myself have the mic. I just let go of myself and I let that something else, that spiritual self in me, just take over the microphone. Right? But for the grace of God, there go I. But I think it's important... Uh, that I do let everyone know that I'm asking you to join me uh, in prayer for the family of Shanquella Robinson. Uh, she was murdered in Cabo, Mexico while on vacation from North Carolina. She was literally beaten to death. Uh, her spine and her neck were broken, which is the cause of death, even though originally... They tried to tell the family it was alcohol poisoning that had killed Shanquella Robinson. That was a lie, a mistruth, an absolute lie. She There's a video, very brutal, hard to watch video of what, in, in my eyesight, it looked like a man or either a very robust, beastly sized female Something was beating Shanquella Robinson to death. Some human being was doing that to her while vacationing in Cabo, Mexico. So uh, I watched the video once. I cannot watch it again. It just it just swells me up with not a good feeling. So I cannot watch it again. I did watch it once. Uh, and I strongly recommend, you know, Unless you've got a stomach made out of steel, maybe you don't want to watch the video, but maybe you do. This young lady was beaten to death in Mexico. The FBI is now involved. 
and, and, and looking to find out, you know, more about uh, more about this. Because I, I certainly would like to know who the heck was beating the hell out of this girl. But here's the bigger question of all of the questions I had as I watched the video and listened to mainstream media on the report. Who took the video? Who is standing there videotaping this girl being beaten to death? Who is that? Who would stand there and watch her be beaten to death and not offer their help or assistance or say, yo, man, you know, stop something. Human beings, we do the darndest things, ladies and gentlemen, for I guess as many reasons as there are us human beings. Who was doing the videotaping of Shanquilla Robinson as she was beaten to death? Let's find that person who shot the video and hold them as accountable for her murder as the man, which I think was a man or either a really robust sized female, in this hotel room beat her to death. Our prayers, our love, our goodwill goes out to that family who says they will not stop until they know, excuse me, until they know the truth. So our, fam, our, our prayers go out to the family, but I want the FBI to identify the person who shot the video. They are as accountable for her death as the person who's holding her hair and beating her. That's my two cents in the cookie jar for today, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to tune in every Friday. We've got Funky Fridays and Soul Saturdays. Uh, the music here at WHGE is being brought to you uh, by none other than your man and mine, Brother Rock, right? The Jiganaut. And so, Raheem, we thank you for that funky, funky Friday sound, those soulful, soulful Saturdays. Uh, we love you and we appreciate you. So please tune in Fridays and Saturdays for some of that music because you're going to love it. It's good stuff. I'm Rochelle Wilson today, making some intelligent noise here at WHGE 95.3 FM. I wish you a beautiful rest of your day. Be good to yourself, but please be good to each other because karma is real. And what you swing out is what you swing back. Peace and grace. Peace and grace. I pray you're having an absolutely wonderful day. God loves you and so do I. See you right back here on Wednesday. I'm going to try to get our political analyst, analyst to come in and uh, keep us up to date of what's going on in politics as you and I understand it. Peace and grace.